Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome. Welcome to Wednesday. Middle of the week, Big J. It is the 18th day of November 2020. My name, that would be Nick. Uh, there's Big J right over there. Yeah. And we are here on a Wednesday. Big J's got a movie review for you today. A movie called Terry. Oh, Terry. Terry. Uh, he'll let you know how good or bad it was. We also have an opportunity for you to get qualified for Santa's sack, which is just continuing to get bigger and bigger. Swollen. Mm, I don't like that term at all. That I love usually it now. That usually doesn't mean good things. Okay. Like, swollen means there's something wrong with it. And I'll be honest, there's nothing wrong with Santa Sack in this particular context. <laughs> Lots right, nothing wrong. So swollen seems like an off-putting term. Uh, but you can call it whatever you want. Listen, we're trying to make a bunch of innuendo anyway with the sack thing. Not trying to play dumb with that. But, of course, we also have an opportunity for you to eat some food on us. Got some Papa Murphy's and some Carl's Jr. coming your way throughout the course of the show today and hopefully some fun and excitement as well that's our jobs will we Man, live up to that job no AJ? not excitement no you're not into it today i don't know how exciting can we get as exciting as we want it to be Listen, we set I'll, that bar i'll tell you the terry uh, streaming demos for you won't be terribly exciting well, that's unfortunate Spoilers. But it'll be emotional. How about that? Uh Listen, there's nothing wrong with an emotional movie every now and again. Yeah. Uh, There's nothing wrong with feeling things during a uh, movie. Uh, You know what? As a matter of fact, did you ever... Yeah, when it's Braveheart. (laughs) We'll see. I made you feel stuff. Uh, I watched a a Netflix documentary series that was full of emotion as well. Uh, Lennox Hill. Have you heard of this? Randy actually recommended it to me. Oh, God. Uh, it, it's a, it's a just, a, it's basically like a, a medical, um, it's a medical docu-series. It follows a hospital, I think I told you about this off the air, it follows a hospital um, in New York that is, got, like, tried to build its neurosurgery department yeah, yeah. from the ground up, but it also has a very busy ER, uh, because it's right smack dab in the middle of Greenwich Village, and so there's a bunch of things going on in this hospital that are very, like, you know, low on the income side, and then very high on the income side. Like, people travel uh, it's almost like a mayo clinic for people that have brain cancer or brain tumors or something like that that go there and uh and kind of see these doctors and then also there's the er department and it, it's in you know it's just one of those things that makes you appreciate our medical professionals not that if the pandemic hasn't done that for you maybe the uh, netflix docuseries will i don't know but either way uh it certainly was emotional to be sure so we'll talk about emotions today apparently All right. as well But we also play music. Maybe this song will make you emotional. How about the Red Hot Chili Peppers? It's Other Side here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, stop me when this sounds familiar. Stop! Just kidding. Record-breaking day for COVID-19 cases in the gym state yesterday. It's just not good, man. It's not good. Almost 1,600 cases. Uh, shattering the old record, by the way. Uh, 1,590 total, 1,215 confirmed, 375 probable. Ada in the lead with 278. Canyon and Kootenai County added over 100 cases. Uh, we're now up over 85,000 cases in Idaho. Uh, and then uh, the news just got worse from there. As uh, the state reported 31 deaths yesterday. Jesus. Uh, that is by far the highest number of deaths reported in a single day since the pandemic began in May. 
March, I should say. Six were in Ada County. Five were in Bonneville and Twin Counties. It's just, it's all over the state. And then we also had the second death reported in the 18 to 29-year-old range as well, uh, which is never good. Uh, It's not known where that one occurred in the state, but just know that it's another young person that has lost their lives courtesy of COVID-19, which is just awful. And uh, so there's a lot of schools dialing back, going to virtual. I saw that Eagle High School uh, has been severely affected by COVID and their staff and their student population. And so they've decided to go virtual. Meanwhile, NNU is opening up classes today (laughs) in person. I don't know what seems like the complete opposite of what should be happening. But hey, uh, enjoy those classes in person if you want to go to it. But either way, as I tried to tell you yesterday, man, uh, keep in mind that some of these numbers are rolling in from over the weekend, so it's not like it was a one-day total. I'm guessing it's probably maybe two or three days all added up, but either way, when the numbers start rolling in and they're that high, it's never, ever, ever a good thing. Take care of yourselves and each other. Do the right thing, because this is not good, and it ain't getting any better. Nope. NBA draft finally being held tonight after multiple days from the coronavirus pandemic. Big J, who do you think's going number one? No idea. I was gonna say, do you have any idea what's happening in the end of NBA draft at all? No. Uh, Can you name L- a single Lamello. player? Lamelo. Yeah, yeah, he'll probably go top three. Uh, I'm not sure if he'll go number one. That might go to Anthony Edwards. Uh, of course, you know him as the former star of ER and Revenge of the Nerds. He now could be the number one pick in the and, draft. And uh, we're coming to America. Oh wait, no, never mind. Nope. Wrong guy. Who were you thinking that was? Eric LaSalle. <laughs> you said ER. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Not sure how you confused the two, but all right. I get it. Uh, also, uh, keep an eye on Memphis center James Wiseman. Uh, he uh, could go in the top three as well. And as Jay mentioned, LaMelo Ball, who uh, I'm not sure is going to be any good, but he skipped college to play professionally overseas, and there's talk about him maybe going number one, but I feel like that might be a mistake. We'll see what ends up happening. Uh, New York Giants, Atlanta Falcons, Raiders among teams that had to put players on the COVID reserve list yesterday. And the Washington football team had somebody in the organization test positive for the virus for the first time since the season began. Additionally, the LA Rams announced somebody test positive as well. So it's starting to affect a lot of teams in the NFL too. So uh, this week could be an interesting one for the NFL week number 11. So get ready to pay attention come fantasy time. I'll tell you what. Hey, Big J, congratulations to Michael B. Jordan. He is People Magazine's 2020's Sexiest Man Alive. How does it feel? I don't know. You'd have to ask him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've started to be very interested in the whole process because obviously <laughs> you, you have to be along for the ride, right? Right. I mean, this isn't a surprise to anybody. You're on the cover of the magazine. You're doing an interview. You're talking about how it feels to be sexy. So either they've contacted your PR team or your PR team has put together a campaign in order to which name you the sexiest man alive. Because, I mean, Nick Nolte at one point was the sexiest man alive. So oh boy. I know. I mean, and even then it was it was like in the, the late 90s or the, at least the mid 90s. So he wasn't even looking that great at that point. But uh, either way, I mean, Michael B. Jordan, at least you could say, is handsome. Yes, Big J? Yeah. You can see how he could be named the sexiest man alive. I get it. When somebody says Michael B. Jordan is hot, I go, huh, you know what? Yeah, I get that. <laughs> he sh- I mean, I understand. I-, I see the guy. I have uh-huh. eyes. 
Uh, but either way, he was talking to People Magazine about, you know, the fact that he's got sisters and his parents have always raised him to kind of be himself. And that's what he finds the sexiest part of himself is his personality. BJ. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations to him. Uh, once again, we were boxed out of the voting. Didn't even get an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. But uh, alas, we've been gotten used to that at this point, right? It's yeah. been now uh, 43 and 44 years of not being I blame the pandemic. Sexiest man alive. Uh, so enjoy that issue, which is on newsstands now, if, that, if that's still a thing. That is Five Figure Death Punch. It's your Send Nude song of the day. The song is called The Pride here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. You take this back about 24 hours. Big J sat right where he's sitting now and selected a movie to watch and review for you. For a thing called Streaming Dumbass, let's wrap that up with the John C. Riley vehicle called Terry. How was the movie, Big J? Yeah, it was more of a vehicle for a youngster named Jacob uh, Wysocki, who is the star of this movie. He plays Terry, and uh, it's uh, th- this movie is a... a- I don't even call it a dark comedy. It's a dramedy, so it's fo- focused more on the drama situation that uh, we have with Terry here. Terry is a, uh, a high schooler, an over- overweight kid, so uh, I automatically kind of identify with this kid. And uh, John C. Riley is the principal of their high school, and uh, basically what you see uh, here is a character development movie. There's really not a whole lot of, you know, point of the movie as as much as we see uh, Terry kind of going through a bullying situation. And, um, you know, I mean, at, at the very beginning, it's it's one of those movies you can clearly see is going to be, um, you know, dramatic. it's going to be emotion-filled. Let's put it this way. And the kid is great in this. Uh, you know, he points out, he, he wears pajamas to school, and he uh, when he's confronted about it, he's, he's, the reply is that they're comfortable. And I'm like, man, I totally get that aspect of it. Here's the here's the real kicker. The thing that got me about this movie, Nick, is that Terry, um, you know, he, his parents aren't in the picture, but he's taking care of his uncle. Uh, he lives with his uncle. He's taking care of his uncle, who has dementia. Mm-hmm. And oh, pff, what a punch gut that is. And the fact that, you know, here he is, he, he takes care of him, and it's not in a begrudging kind of way. It's like a loving uh, kind, of, kind of way, and it just broke my heart, man. It was tough to get through, I'll be honest. And so, uh, you've got that. He's getting bullied at school, and then uh, John C. Riley enters as a principal, and so he takes it upon himself. And as he points out early in the movie, there's there's two kinds of kids that go to school. There's the good-hearted kids and the bad-hearted kids. And uh, Terry's one of the good-hearted kids. Well, he uh, basically kind of takes him under his wing and, and has a meets with him uh, once a week. And uh, so you see this uh, relationship develop between them two. And there's a couple other misfits at, at, at school that are getting bullied that uh, John C. Riley's character kind of tries to, you know, embolize them a little bit and it kind of teaches them that, you know, this stuff isn't as important as everybody makes it out to seem. And and then you find out John C. Riley's got some issues of his own, but, you know, he's the comedy element to this. There's no doubt about that. And uh, so you've got this emotional charge journey uh, going through high school and uh, that's pretty much where the movie lies. Is it good? 
I mean, yeah. I mean, I think the performances are good, and uh, the story. Uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of mundane. Just some of the stuff that is going on in, in school. It's not uh, you know anything really crazy, but uh, it's your typical bullying story, and uh, it sucks, and it's the way kids are, and that's pretty much the point uh, of the movie. And you, you got to get through it. That's that's pretty much essentially what the movie's about. And you've got a um, a person in uh, the world of um, you know teaching and, and academic that cares about kids there you go movie is it big j approved yeah i mean i think enough to where listen if you're in a good mood um and and aren't having any problems probably not a bad way to go if you want to see a a dramatic movie but if you're down in the dumps man it might not be the best thing to do yeah well did not help my mood yesterday (laughs) let's put it that way uh, not much does these days, but uh, if it's uh, at the end of the day, I mean, a pretty good movie. You're you're happy that you watched it? Was no. it a complete waste of time? Yes, it was. Well, what Prob- the hell are you I mean, I mean uh, because it's a it's a good movie. It's a good performance by Jacob Wysocki and John C. Riley, and um, you know, if it's uh, it's that whole storyline between him and his uncle. Uh, just. Uh, yeah, so that that was it's tough. I can see why it got nominated for a bunch of awards uh, way back just because of that dramatic spiel, but it's not my it's not my jam, man. No, but it is approved. Yes. Okay. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes. Some important stuff. Time what am I doing? Stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. You in it to win it? The Idaho Lottery's got their $1 million raffle on now. It has the best odds of winning a million bucks, and it's on sale right now. Head into an Idaho Lottery retailer near you. Pick yourself up a raffle ticket, and maybe, just maybe, make yourself a millionaire. Zoom bombers, Big J, they've been an issue since this pandemic began. And they're going to have a harder time now. If you're not familiar with Zoom Bombers, these are uninvited guests or guests that do terrible things during public Zoom calls. You know, it's the people that jump on these school board meetings, Zoom calls, and play pornography in the background. Yeah, creepy stuff. Right. Or jump on a Zoom call and just scream, Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Baba Booey, a whole bunch. So now Zoom has launched (laughs) two new security features. Hosts can now pause meetings to eject Zoom Bombers by clicking Suspend Participant Activities under the security icon. The host then can also report troublesome users by directly clicking the security badge, and that will actually isolate the username and send Zoom after them, basically. Zoom has also started scanning social media for at-risk meetings and notifying organizers how to fiend off potential Zoom hacking. The new features are free, and they are entitled and enabled by default for all Zoom users. So, doesn't matter what kind of account you have. If you've had an issue or you don't have an issue, you don't want to have one. Now you have some alternatives, so that people can't, I guess, Zoom prank you or Zoom bomb you, as it were. It's a good thing, I suppose. <laughs> trying to have serious business being done, and people are screwing around. The NFL announced yesterday that there will be no Pro Bowl, but they will hold a virtual Pro Bowl in Madden NFL 21. The NFL had already canceled the Pro Bowl due to the pandemic. The announcement said there will be, quote, a week-long series of matchups featuring celebrities, NFL legends, current players, and streamers playing the official Pro Bowl rosters in Madden NFL 21. These matchups will culminate in an action-packed virtual Pro Bowl game. Played with the 2021 Pro Bowl players, like as their name, just not playing. And it faces off 
with each other in Madden 21. So the vote began yesterday and will continue through December 17th. And then you can watch the action on your television or on Twitch from the actual virtual Pro Bowl. Any interest in this, Big J? Yeah, it sounds kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, they do these events every year at the Pro Bowl where they get together and they do a bunch of Madden stuff, but this one is, uh, I guess they're kind of elevating and putting it on a pedestal and making it more all about the Pro Bowl. That, as opposed that to game's got to be more interesting than the real Pro Bowl itself. You're probably right. You are probably right. So get ready for that. At least we'll see some hitting. Hey, uh, Conan O'Brien made a pretty big announcement yesterday. He is ending his late-night show on TBS. The 57-year-old comedian announced the end of Conan on TBS on Tuesday, but not the end of Conan. He has signed on to host a new weekly variety show for HBO Max. And he it was a pretty interesting statement. He said, quote, in 1993, Johnny Carson gave me the best advice of my, of my career. As soon as possible, get to a streaming platform. That's a joke, Big Jack. <laughs> and so uh, he has decided to do it on HBO Max. It looks like it's going to be much more sketch comedy than a talk show. Uh, Conan will continue his podcast, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Conan Without Borders, which is the travel special that he does, will still happen on TBS. But, you know, it's probably not surprising that the show is coming to an end on TBS because, you know, since... I mean, it's been seven seven years since he's been on there? It's, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, and so he, he moved over there in 2013, I think. And so then he actually uh, kind of did his whole show there and then knocked it down to a half an hour recently, which much much more intensive kind of one-on-one interviews. And so the TBS getting out of the Conan O'Brien business seemed pretty amicable i think uh the show's still going to go on until next year and then at some point he's going to pivot his content over to hbo max but the podcast will go on and will conan without borders will go on on tbs so you'll still have plenty of conan on your tv or your streaming platforms it just depends on which way you want it morning after with nick and big j there's your important stuff for the seven o'clock hour is this the morning after with nick and big j on 100.3 the x rocks clearwater florida is where we're going for today's we're going to hell story big j Ooh. and what can i say sometimes you just don't want a threesome you know <laughs> yeah you're right <clears throat> i mean it's like it's like almond joy amount sometimes you feel like a nut sometimes you don't and there are just some situations where you don't want to have one and I guess that's a situation that a Florida couple found themselves in, or specifically a Florida husband found himself in, as we go to Clearwater about uh, 2.30 in the morning yesterday, Big J, uh, we had an issue with a party happening in an apartment complex in Clearwater, Florida. Oh, man. And so... Uh, party on. Yeah, I mean, uh, Calvin Razabeth, who is 33 years old, was hanging out with his wife, Angelique, and, or excuse me, his wife Sierra and his, and his their their friend Angelique at their apartment at two o'clock in the morning. They had been uh, having a good time, experiencing libations, adult beverages, and just I guess enjoying themselves. And apparently, it, it was taken upon the two women that it was time to take this to the next level, Big J. It's threesome time. You understand? Yeah. And so, bow, chicka, wow, wow. That is when Calvin was like, "Listen, I, I don't think I'm, you know, no offense. I just did not. That's not kind of for me. I'm more of a one woman kind of guy." And the wife was super into it. Next thing you know, clothes start coming off. 
And uh, and Calvin's like, listen, I- I'm flattered. This is great. I just don't really feel comfortable in this situation. And that's when the argument started. So let they- it happen, man. <laughs> God. <laughs> so he wasn't into it. The girls are naked. They're screaming at each other. Uh, cr- you know, just basically having a full-fledged argument. Uh, keep in mind, this is an apartment complex at 2 o'clock in the morning, and so if anybody's ever lived in an apartment complex and your neighbors are screaming at each other, you know you can hear it, right? Yeah. And so somebody started to call the police because it was 2 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday, and they're like, all right, all right. call it Dr. Ruth. <laughs> so I don't think the neighbors knew exactly what they were arguing no. about, but the situation escalated because when police arrived to the apartment complex on noise complaints, uh, sure enough, they found two women completely nude outside of the apartment complex <laughs> that Calvin had kicked out and locked out. What? And they were pounding on the door to get back in. And so the police had to intervene, tell everybody to calm down. Calvin finally came to the door, and everybody ended up getting arrested. And so there's that. Because Man, this guy needs to learn some skills in de-escalation. <laughs> And so he just wanted to remove himself entirely from the situation. I don't know why he decided to, maybe just because it was getting bad. So he kicked the women out uh, while they were naked. And so it was a big brouhaha, to say the least. But, yeah, the guy just didn't want to have a threesome. Which, you know, listen, man. I mean, you know, if you're playing and pandering to the, the male ego, every dude out there is like, what a whip, man. But I guess to some people, they're just not into it. Maybe they're just a one-woman kind of guy, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but probably nothing worse. He clearly is with the wrong woman, then. (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, I don't know. If if this is the situation and this is what happened after they tried, my guess is it hasn't been attempted before, and there was just enough inhibitions lowered during this alcoholic binge that that she decided, let's get it on, and he didn't want any part of it. Uh, but listen, there's no winners here. That's the we're going to hell part of it. Not that they got kicked out and there was the a guy, fight. In the guy said no yeah. to a yeah. very willing threesome. Yeah, that's the we're going to hell part of this story, sir. Uh, well, listen, I mean, we don't know the situation. It is in the middle of a pandemic. Maybe that he didn't know the other gal that well. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not trying to defend the guy. I'm just telling you. Yeah, what we happened. do. Need, we do need some more details. And so, either way, everybody ended up getting into trouble. And so, I guess that's what happens when. You know, two people are interested in the threesome and one person isn't. There might be other ways to get out of that. I suppose. But it didn't... I mean, he he did, you know, say no, apparently, the whole time. So it's not like he was, like, into it and then stopped in the middle of it. He was just like, no, 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 no. No means no, Big J. How many times do I have to tell you that? Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. Allison Chains down in a hole here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Pop quiz, Big J. When was the last time you, specifically you, purchased anything on like an auction website, eBay or otherwise? Um, Probably six months ago. What'd you buy? On eBay. I uh, bought my uh, Elgato Wave 3 microphone. Oh, not you bought it on eBay? Mm-hmm. Nice. So did you save some money on it? Uh, no. <laughs> no, because they were sold out. But I didn't didn't pay an exorbitant amount either. Good, good. Uh, but one of the things that's supposed to be fun about eBay or auction websites is sometimes the opportunity for you to save some money. 
And it's been a very long time since I purchased anything on eBay. But there was a time, I think maybe when it first came out, that I was pretty active. And one of the things that I bought because I was collecting at the time were movie posters. And uh, it was always a great place to kind of get your hands on some limited edition stuff, some mint and near, near mint movie posters that you could keep and have. And uh, I th- I don't know where they are. I don't, I don't have a whole bunch of them anymore. I have a few that I still have and hang up, but not a whole hell of a lot. But uh, one of the things that I know that you like very much and one of the things that I like very much are teaming up for a pretty good cause. As you know, because of the pandemic, the movie theater industry is not doing that great, right? Oh, it's a struggle. Uh, yeah, specifically, big the, the big movie chains, but also the independent movie theaters. And one of the things that, that I uh, like very much is the Alamo Draft House. And it has become a smaller franchise, none here in the Treasure Valley. Maybe one day we will get one. Uh, but it all originated down in Austin, Texas, uh, hence the name Alamo. And it was an independent movie theater that showed a lot of interesting movies, independent films, uh, and also some classic prints. But real prints, you know, on like projection, you know, screens, mm-hmm. not like digital stuff that you get now. Of course, everything is digital. But what I'm saying is it was a really cool place to see movies that you wouldn't be able to see anywhere else in a movie theater type setting. And uh, one of the things that Alamo Draft House did was they teamed up with a company called Mondo, which you're, I'm sure you're familiar with. Yes. Yes. And Mondo is an art company that is also based out of Texas that they Love would do. Them. When, I mean, I buy stuff from them all the time. When they would do special screenings of things or particular films. Film festivals or whatever, they would commission Mondo to make these really cool movie posters, or even Mondo has done alternative movie posters to movies that are out there that are just beautiful works of art. Not just the standard movie poster kind of cut and paste Photoshop stuff. They're literally works of art. They do the same thing with uh, vinyl uh, soundtracks. Exactly. Amazing. Uh, just, you know, they're, they're commissioned to do a bunch of stuff now, but they basically teamed up together to get their start and kind of build this kind of, I guess, uh, franchise or this brand that they have between Mondo and the Alamo Draft House. Well, both of them are teaming up to actually help out the Alamo Draft House and the movie theater industry. Uh, and basically, beginning at the end of this month on November 29th, you can go on a website called emovieposter.com. And what Alamo Draft House did is they went down to the original Alamo Draft House in Austin and they are pulling out all of the original Mondo movie posters that they have created for a bunch of different things and they're putting them all up for auction starting at $1 on November 29th all the way through December 20, December 13th and any money that is raised from these auctions goes directly to help movie theaters, not just the Alamo Draft House, but independent movie theaters across the country. There's a fund set up that can help these uh, these businesses stay in business and uh, they are beautiful it's oh, a it's man. an exclusive collection uh, it includes about 2,000 limited edition prints some of them full-on originals and they are just flat-out gorgeous now I'm not they live oh man <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you that you're gonna get any of these for a dollar I'm guessing some of these I'd are buy gonna that for a dollar running up pretty quick but man there are some gorgeous movie posters whether you're a movie poster fan or not. It goes to a good cause. It's a pretty cool thing. Maybe you might be able to squeeze a deal or two out of there. But even just looking at some of these that are up for auction are just gorgeous and beautiful. And it might be a way to give back a little bit. So if you're a fan of independent artists, independent theaters, and you want something really cool for the house, this may be something to check out. So emovieposter.com is the website. you got to set up a free account to start to bid, but you can check out some of the works of art there. And then you can go on again. It doesn't start until the 20th. 
29th, but I thought it was pretty cool. I know we're both into this kind of stuff. It might be something that people could do. Yeah, any, any autographed John Carpenter stuff here? Uh, nope, and I, I don't believe that was a Mondo poster oh. that I got for you either. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, some important stuff, plus your pop culture smackdown. Important stuff. Hey, what's going on in the news today? On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, this year Americans have been spending more time than ever at home for one reason or another. And as a result, they're continuing... We ever went out? <laughs> what's that? We ever went out and did stuff? I don't remember. <laughs> I know, it's been a while. Uh, as a result of that, they're continuing to invest in their living spaces as the pandemic rages on. According to HomeAdvisor.com, the average household has spent a ridiculous amount of money upgrading and remodeling their home during this particular time. About $13,138 on home services like maintenance, landscaping, cleaning projects, or even remodeling. Uh, that is up from 2019, where the uh, average person has spent about $9,000, or homeowner, I should say, on that particular amount of stuff. The average homeowner also increased their home projects to 11 this year, up from 8 in 2019. It's a 23% increase. The three top most completed projects included remodeling their bathroom, interior painting, and installing new flooring. 41% of consumers say their top reason for home improvement spending was to make their home better suited for their lifestyle needs. So there's that. I'm one of those people that did a complete remodel during the pandemic. Wasn't uh, planned, but it certainly was something that I did in the middle of it for the house. And so uh, that was a good thing and was able to get it done and taken care of, which is very good. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Any big, huge projects in the, over the last six months in the house? I mean, uh, no, other than moving our kid out, you know, right. and, and, and kind of uh, putting together a, a makeshift studio to do stuff from home in. So, but nothing major. Other than a huge grill? I, I don't know. I think it's huge or major different. You know, it's a major improvement in right. function. Well, it was a, it was a spendy uh, thing, Sure. Right? I, yeah. Yeah. And an upgrade in the backyard. Rich. Well, no, of course. Not when you have Big J money, but yeah. NBA draft is tonight. Uh, <laughs> it is being held after multiple delays because of the pandemic. The Timberwolves have the first pick in the draft. And, of course, it will be held virtually. Announcing this with uh, Adam Silver announcing the selections from ESPN Studio in Connecticut without any players or fans in attendance. Anthony Edwards from Georgia, uh, James Wiseman from Memphis, and LaMelo Ball all expected to go early. So if you care about the NBA draft, you can tune into that tonight if you want. Uh, Also, the NBA season is making some news because they are making some changes to the upcoming 2021 season. Of course, they've got the uh, the pandemic thing that they're going to kick off on uh, the 22nd of December. And unlike the bubble that worked, in spite of the pandemic actually somehow being worse than when the NBA started, they are going to allow teams to travel and do their own little thing, so we'll see how this works. But they're going to have a play-in tournament again. Uh, Basically, what's going to happen is they are going to take, when it comes playoff time, the teams in each particular conference that are seeded 7th through 10th will play each other for the ability to be the 7th and 8th seed in the uh, playoffs for each conference. For the final two slots in the East and the West. So basically, if you're in the top 10 at each conference, you've got a puncher's chance of making the quote-unquote playoffs. Uh, Also, the NBA has announced it will not allow its players to take part in the Tokyo Olympics if they're taking part. Don't you dare take part in that. No NBA players in the Olympics this time around. Big J, Alec Baldwin and Kelsey Grammer are teaming up to do a sitcom on ABC. 
Kelsey Grammer's still alive? Oh, yeah, sure. The show will follow three men who were roommates and best friends in their 20s until their lives and egos drove them apart, and now they're reuniting decades later. The show will bow next year. The third roommate, still not sure who that is. That'll be cast at a later date, but we do know that Alec Baldwin and Kelsey Grammer will be in a sitcom together. So finally, these two guys get a break. That's good. Because <laughs> just what we need is more of uh, that. It's been a while since I've seen Kelsey Grammer. Uh, he just did a movie on Netflix with oh. Kristen Bell not too long ago. It was a streaming uh, dumbass possibility for you, but uh, yeah, he's still uh, alive, kicking and doing stuff. He was just in that Money Plane movie that everybody was yapping about, too. I'm on the Money Plane. That looked absolutely terrible. Uh, so hes they're both fine, they're both working, and they're both going to be on your TV again very, very soon. Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And it's time to get somebody qualified for Santa Sack. You win yourself an Echo Dot from Amazon, an Amazon Fire Stick, and uh, we've got an Amazon Kindle HD 10-inch, which is pretty sweet, and then a 40-inch smart TV on top of that Santa Sack getting very large. We'll also throw out you a Papa Murphy's Boise Meal Deal. It includes a family-sized pepperoni pizza, cookie dough for some dessert, classic cheesy bread, and a 2-liter soft drink. Not a bad way to go. Not at all. So if you want to get in on this, 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you want to play Bad Impressions. And a reminder, if you've already qualified for Santa Sack, you are in for the entire run. Yeah, so give somebody else a chance. We're starting to get people that that have already qualified and cannot qualify twice. So there's no point in you getting through and winning if you've already got through and won. So if you already are on the list, you're already on Santa's list. Your name doesn't get crossed off. Yeah, if you keep getting on Santa's list... You might get put on the naughty list. Eventually, Santa gets tired of your BS, is what it really wraps, boils down to. Let's go to the phone. Hello, the X. How's it going? What's up, man? What's your name? Jay. All right, Jay, you are up first. Jay, what is the main ingredient in guacamole? <laughs> <laughs> Avocado. Right. Correct. Big Jay, if you're having a peanut butter parfait, you ordered from what fast food chain? Dairy Queen. Right. Correct. Jay, back to you. When greeting the Pope, most people commonly kiss his what? Hand. I'll take it. Right. Specifically what object, though, on his hand? The ring. That's right. But Jay, in which film did John Travolta play the character Tony Moreno? Tony Moreno. Actually, I I said that wrong. Tony Moreno. Let's go with... um... Saturday Night Fever? Right. That is correct. Jay, back to you. What U.S. president was denied executive privilege and forced to turn over subpoenaed audio tapes? Richard Nixon. Right. Big Jay, what brand of suede shoes shares its name with deep-fried balls of cornmeal? Blue? Blue. Blue suede shoes? No, no, it's a brand. I have no idea. Not a color. Uh, Penny loafers? Hush puppies. Right. Oh, that makes sense. Congratulations, Jay. You are in and you are qualified for a little thing called Win Santa Sack. Plus, you got some Papa Murphy's coming your way. Well played, sir. Hang on just one second. We'll get some information That's from you. That's the only thing that popped in my, in my mind, man. Loose suede shoes. Loose suede shoes. Uh-huh. Yeah, not a brand. Just a color. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, morning after with much. Nick and Big Jay. We'll do some headlines next on the X-Rock. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big Jay. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and Team Mazda in the pre-owned Superstore. Check out the website, goteammazda.com. It's a great place to get started for your next new or used car adventure. 
Everything you need is right there. Their inventory, their payment calculator, even the Fresh Start credit button if you've got some credit struggles. So check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Jackpot, how dare you, and whatever works. Whatever works. Eccentric New Yorker Jonathan Lyons perches on subway train seats wearing a terrifying rat costume as part of his work as a performance artist and says most people give him a wide berth. He says his costume is ideal for staying COVID secure. He says, listen, when I dress up as a rat and I'm a six foot tall rat, I don't have to worry about people staying six feet away from me. They pretty much do. A video of Jonathan riding the rails dressed as Buddy the Rat went viral online with the account for New York's Metropolitan Transportation Authority joking, quote, thank you for wearing a mask. Jonathan points out that he does also wear a surgical mask underneath his rat face. So there's that as well. How much money can you make as a performance artist dressing up as a rat in the subway system, I guess, is my question. I don't know, but enough to get by, probably. I guess. I mean... Usually, I mean, if you're dressed up like a rat, you don't really have, like, your hat out or something. I saw a video of him dragging a big fake pizza. The pizza rat thing? Yeah. 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 And apparently it's a thing, and it's popular, and I can imagine why people would not want him near them. Is the other part of that, too. That is not too much of a stretch for me to understand. The city should set up, like, a big fake mousetrap. Have him get stuck in it for his next piece of performance art. Yeah. Break his little fake rat neck. Jackpot or how dare you? How dare you? Spirit Airlines has reportedly banned a TikTok user who shared a very sneaky hack for getting a free carry-on bag. Back in September, this particular TikTok user posted a video showing what appears to be the carry-on bag section of his digital boarding pass to read one instead of zero, zero that was previously printed there. In the caption, he insists he didn't actually go through with the scheme. But later, Rob K., the guy that put this together, claimed that Sprint sent uh, Spirit sent him a letter confirming he was banned from flying for the carrier for at least two years. He's been banned from flying as well from any of Spirit's facilities. The company even says it will call law enforcement if he should try to trespass. And he could ask the airline to reconsider after two years if he promises via letter that he will give unequivocal assurances that he will conduct himself appropriately. I'm not sure if a hack is you changing a zero to one. Like, if that's the case, yeah. we're all hacking our, our report cards back in the day. Yeah, that's uh, that's called fraud. Right, right. That's not that's not a hack as much as it is you lying. He also didn't say if it worked. You know what I mean? He didn't try to use it. But I'm also a little bit torn because, God, the fact that they charge for carry-on pisses me off sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Like, plane tickets aren't expensive enough already? But uh, some companies do and some companies don't. And that company does. And they're pissed off if you try to work your way around it. And, again, it's their company. They have the right to refuse service to anybody they want to for whatever reason they want to. Uh, And they decided that this guy doesn't get on a plane anymore. Or at least on Spirit Airlines anymore. The good news is he's got plenty of other choices. He does not necessarily have to fly Spirit. Right. Wrap it up with Jackpot. Cleaning isn't fun, but this might make it worth it. A woman in British Columbia says she didn't know she had a winning lottery ticket worth nearly $45,000 until she was cleaning her kitchen a month after the drawing and found the three forgotten lottery tickets. Caroline Bauer told lottery officials that she found the tickets tucked behind a radio, and then she checked the numbers to see if one of them matched, and sure enough, one matched to five out of six draw numbers from October 7th worth about $44,685. She said on another ticket she also won a free play and won a dollar. So she had three winning tickets tucked behind her radio, Big J. 
Damn. And he ended up getting her about 45 gur. Not bad. I'll clean the kitchen really? for 45 yeah. gur. Yeah, it really makes you like, I got to double check these tickets. Of course, uh, you'd have to also buy them in order to find them. So there's well, that too. You don't. No. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on a whole bunch of stuff. And now my only wish is for a better life. It's Bad Flower. That is 30. It is the Morning After with Nick and Big J here on the X-Rocks. And Big J's about to give us all the lesson in vocabulary. Yeah, you've never heard the term cuffing, Nick? Uh, I can. Ha- I have some guesses, but I don't think I've ever heard it in any particular way of describing something, no. Not only does the Urban Dictionary have a definition for it, but there's also a season for it. Is that a good thing or a bad thing that I don't I, know what it is? I, I think it's probably a good thing. Okay, good. Uh, maybe, but uh, cuffing is, uh, is uh, I guess, when uh, you want to get... Uh, into a relationship, a steady relationship. You're lo- you're looking for love. Handcuffed is the term. I okay. Think. Well, uh, Urban Urban Dictionary defines cuffing as a moment when people would normally rather be single or promiscuous find themselves, along with the rest of the world, desiring to be tied down by a serious relationship. Oh, I see. So this is you basically settling for a relationship as opposed to staying single. Yeah, I suppose so. Okay. Uh, and and there's a season for cuffing season, Nick. And, and that season is between October and February. We're in cuffing prime yeah, cuffing we're season. We're in prime cuffing season. Is it because people want to have a relationship for like the holidays and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, sad, sad situation. But uh, some companies like to take advantage of cuffing season, I guess. And uh, Chipotle and Uber Eats have combined to have a special uh, special entrees and items just for cuffing season. I would love to know what the hell that means. Uh, the first menu option is the date, the day date, Nick. Okay. Uh, it's two entrees, a side of chips and salsa. And uh, if you order between <clears throat> uh, the 13th uh, of in, uh, 15th of November and the 12th or the December 3rd and December 5th, you get five bucks off. Yeah, see, I don't know if I would want to market around cuffing. It seems like it's a negative connotation. I, I w- yeah, I mean, just the, this, the description of it and then it having the term like, like that. Call it, seems, it a date deal would seem like yeah. a better idea as opposed to a cuffing thing like okay, coupon. And then they've got the date night option and the hinge date. Uh, so the hell's a hinge date? I, you don't want to know. This is bad. I will say this. It is interesting to me that, uh, you know, it, it, it is it is very clear that people are putting the full core press on being in a relationship right now. There's a lot of different advertisements and things popping up that are like, hey, are you single? You should be in a relationship. The holidays are coming up, that kind of thing, which is, I suppose, an understandable thing. But also, uh, if you're getting into a relationship just because the holidays are coming up, that's doomed, right? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, it's doomed. But I get it, I suppose. But it also, I mean, listen, everybody gets lonely around the holidays if you're all by yourself. But uh, getting in a relationship just because of that seems like it's a really bad idea. Yeah, but I just wanted to try to make sure that everybody was up on their pop culture terminology. Now we know what cuffing is. is. Uh, It's cuffing season, baby. Happy cuffing season. Uh, and I guess everybody who just got into a relationship in the last couple weeks is probably wondering if I'm in a cuffing relationship now. 13 years ago, I would have been all over this. <laughs> really? You would get into a relationship just to have... I would see you... back. The old Big J would be somebody that would avoid a girlfriend during the holidays to save yourself some money, I would think. Whoa. Well, I mean, you know... Yeah, but you also don't get stuff. So, <laughs> you know... I suppose that's true. I suppose that's true. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, your bad impressions in the meantime. Jay, 
on 100.3 The X. Yeah, bad impressions here. We'll get you a 20 or uh, a couple gift certificates, I should say, to Carl's Jr. for that uh, wonderful thick Angus uh, burger from Carl's Jr. It's got two third pound patties, uh, a bunch of smoked applewood, smoked bacon, and plenty of American cheese and mayo to uh, just to fill you up, man. So we'll get you set up with that if you can figure out bad impressions. And we'll mail them out to you so you don't need to worry about coming and pick them up or anything. You just get the uh, the certificates mailed out to you. You can enjoy Carl's Jr. at your leisure. 208-287-1003 if you'd like to play. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is and look at you, man. Grabbing some lunch, maybe even some dinner on us. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? We're hanging in there, man. What's your name? This is Pat. All right, Pat. Good luck. I won an Oscar for acting in the movie Syriana. Ooh, I don't know. Keep going. My stardom kicked off as Dr. Ross on NBC's ER. Uh, it's not Eric uh, LaSalle. One more. It's not Eric LaSalle. Uh, my friends Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, and Don Cheadle all joined me in the Ocean 8 movies. That's George Clooney. There you go. You got it. Congratulations. <laughs> You're good to go. Hang on one second. You got Ocean's 8 confused with Ocean's 11. You got well, the, the female uh, version of yeah, things. Phil, you uh, know. Hang on one second. <laughs> Lady Clooney. Why is George Clooney in the news? Uh, he would have forgiven me for this. Uh, he just uh, did a huge interview in GQ magazine, Nick, and among some of the more interesting stuff he had to say, one of them is that back in 2013, he gave 14 of his best friends each $1 million. Yeah, we talked about this when he did it. That was a fairly publicized thing that he did back in the day. He just what? He just brought it up out of nowhere again. Uh, I think they wanted more details. Okay, uh, and what did he say? It, because well, we didn't know how much it was. We didn't know it was a million dollars, and uh, said it to him in briefcases. But I uh, said that you know he had, wasn't in a relationship, and that uh, he just got you know. Uh, they made gravity and, and they had some money in the back end so he had quite a bit uh, left over he goes this is all money i was gonna have in my will for these people anyways but why wait till i'm dead give it to him now I'm trying to think like i mean 14 best friends i wonder if any of that was family members be- probably you think so sure. yeah because i was like i mean could you I'd think so. 14 people you give a million dollars to even if you had or he just kept really good notes i mean a lot of were people <laughs> that uh, you know, that let him have a place to stay on their couch, uh, that loaned him money when he needed it. Those he was a struggling things, so. actor for a while. That is yeah. true. That is very, so, very true. You know, be cool. Let people hang out on your couch. Good you for him. Know. I mean, it almost makes you want to put up with all the crappy pranks he would pull on you if you were George Clooney's friend. That would right? be an honor. To it get, like, cat honor. litter in your car, filled up in your car? Yeah, yeah. Completely different than, you know, somebody around here who did a prank to me. <laughs> But I think funnier. Morning after with Nick <laughs> and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. Leo Patrick is how we're wrapping up the old show here on the Wednesday. That is hometown on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for us. Game set match. We are done. But you know what? It was a good Wednesday. Big J said that despite it being depressing and not exactly a feel good movie, Terry was a good movie nonetheless. And encourage you to check it out. It's available for you to stream on Amazon Prime if you've missed it in the last nine years since there's been a movie like Big J has. <laughs> and, of course, we also got somebody else qualified for Win Santa Sack. We talked a little bit about movie poster auctions and even helped you increase your terminology and vocabulary today. So I would say an effective Wednesday, to be sure. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, just, you know, if you're, like, doing some volunteer work and you're cleaning up maybe a side of a road or something and you come up what looks like a body with a decapitated head, you know, make sure it's not a mannequin before you dial 911. 
Uh, are you speaking from experience? No, that happened in Florida. Of, of course. Well, of course it happened in Florida. Uh, did they, is there any pictures? No, I, I, I don't, I don't see any pictures here, but I mean, come on. Like, people. I mean, I, well, I, I guess, you know, part of it is you're conditioned to, I mean, was it a naked mannequin? Like, did it have clothes on? Uh, no, I guess, you know, it looks like uh, it's been underwater for a while. That's part of Like, if you see a body floating in the water, I can understand the confusion. If you see, like, you know, something buried in tall grass that has, like, jeans sticking out, you don't want to get too close to it, right? Because then you're messing around with a possible crime scene. So I can All right, understand I retract it. it. <laughs> Call 911 immediately. <laughs> you watch enough Criminal Minds to know you're not supposed to be close enough to a body just No, every Criminal Minds episode, it's always happenstance they come across the body, but they're for sure it's a body. It's right. never like, oh. But they're not running around touching it. Poking it with a stick, going, "You all right, buddy? Some you all right?" Pe- sometimes. Oh boy, that must be a good episode. Either way, you shoot uh, at it first. <laughs> ask questions later. Uh, it's good advice from Big J, and uh, anything you could do not to be like Florida is really good advice in, in every way. Just mm-hmm. live your life not like Florida; you'll be just fine. <laughs> Next set of X Rock brought to you by Strong VW, uh, Strong Volkswagen. Unlock stronger pricing at strongvw.com. Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you guys tomorrow at CX Rocks. <laughs>